Hello, and welcome to InspectTech, the evident, non-destructive testing podcast. My name is Emilie Pedoquin, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and the incredible people that work into our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly this community is connected. On this show, I have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. On today's show, I got to chat with Brent Moulton. Brent is one of ASNT Face of NDT of the Year. He was selected to represent our field and bring the good word out there. And I think you'll find out today that he's the perfect fit for that. Brent is sharing with us today how he got started in non-destructive testing as an inspector and how he continued his career in teaching others. He also talks about how mentors provided guidance and support along the way. If you wonder yourself how to get started in this field, this is the show for you. Hope you'll enjoy our conversation. Hey, Brent, thank you for coming on the show today. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Emily. So my first question, as you may know, uh, for everybody that's involved in NDT is how? How did you find out about that field, about non-destructive testing? How did it happen in your life? So my uh, older brother, actually, his senior year, he was looking at uh, doing a two years associates um, at a college here in Minnesota. And really, you know, just kind of over the, uh, the dining room table talking about it, I really knew it as x-ray and welds, you know, so I didn't, you know, didn't know a whole lot about it. And uh, he never ended up pursuing that path. Um, really? And then... Yeah, it was, I worked in a warehouse for like 10 years after high school. And okay. I mean, I was, I was making money and stuff, but I was really never being fulfilled. And then uh, one day I was actually just driving down the road and I looked up and I see a training center that was located in my hometown here and decided to stop in. And then I, you know, put the pieces together. I'm like, ah, there's a lot more to just x-ray and welds here. And uh, yeah, I pretty much, it took me a couple of months to pull the trigger, but then I enrolled in it and that's really what started it all off. Wow, curiosity, huh? that's awesome. That's really good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny how we all have different experiences and how we first heard about it, but that's, that's great that you followed your, your curiosity there. Um, and so you're, you're uh, one of the face or faces of NDT by ASNT, right? So this year, I believe, is the first year that they, they started that program. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the face of NDT and what, it's, uh, what is it and what does it uh, do? Yeah, so they, uh, ASNT kicked it off this year, and uh, mm -hmm. it's been such a joy working with ASNT. I mean, it really has been. I was uh, down in Houston in March mm -hmm. and uh, for the National Science Teachers Association. And uh, oh, yeah. basically what that is, is um, it's a bunch of science teachers 
walking around a conference and you know they had like national geographic nasa had a booth and all these booths were there well then asnt was also a present and gotcha. it was so fun talking to science teachers about ndt and <laughs> i mean i was able to have full-on conversations with college level professors about <laughs> theory of like how sound propagates through material or right. ionizing radiation capillary action and i mean <laughs> they were looking at me like what do you do like what how do you know all this stuff and what we were there for is to really promote ndt to these other these other teachers you know and right. hey if you know if you have some students that may not be wanting to go to a four-year college or you know they, mm -hmm. they're just ready to find a good career in the trades well hey yeah. ndt is an option and i turned on so many teachers at that conference to what ndt is and um, it was the rapport from everybody i mean it was it was awesome it oh, really that's was that's so great to hear and we so need this in this industry because again you know it's a it's a very niche uh, field and most people have you know you have to spell it out for them most people don't know what ndt is so that's a great way to uh, to spread the message for sure um so what else do you do for a face of asnt or or face of ndt i know that um you know, they were looking for people that were outgoing, which I think you definitely are <laughs> capable of speaking, you know, in, in public and so on. So uh, what's uh, what's what else were they were requiring uh, for representing the and being the face of NDT? Yeah, really just trying to bring awareness to the industry and um, being that uh, the spokesperson for NDT, you gotcha. know, being able to take on questions and um you know, that's one thing as I love promoting NDT, you know, I, <laughs> you know, I talk about it nonstop. So it is, uh, it was a perfect fit for me. And uh, when I got that email from ASNT, just kind of, you know, looking for people to take on this position, yeah. I, um, I jumped at the opportunity to volunteer. And, um, but yeah, it's really just um, promoting a great career. I mean, that is in the simplest form. That's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm certainly glad they get to pick you because, yeah, I think you can represent it very well. Um, <laughs> we we discussed in the past and uh, you, you told me something that I, I actually really liked and I wish more people would see it that way and would hear that message. So you told me that there's three ways to NDT, right? Um, yep. So what what in your mind, you know, you, you definitely went straight to one way without, you know, with just um, uh, having... Uh, heard about it for the first time and, and you saw a training center but so what what are the other ways can you explain that for the uh, for the audience yeah so i like to look at it in three different options here to get a career started in ndt now of course you can do a two years associates which has plenty of benefits yep. um and you can also do a, an online training center um you know, either will you go to the classroom just to basically get that education qualification. Right. Um, or the third option is just cold calling companies. I mean, mm -hmm. especially in this job market. And now every option here has pros and cons. You know, a two-year associates, that's it's gonna take two years, you know, yeah. before you can start earning money. You can do a the online style and 
yeah, you know, you're going to kind of have a little bit of that uh, mystery solved for you by mm -hmm. working with the instructors and helping them kind of guide you or having mm -hmm. them help you guide you to, um, you know, within the industry. Because let's be honest, NDT, there's a lot of confusion, <laughs> you know, with all the codes and the specs and, yeah, you know, the level... Levels one, two, three, you know, like what does all this mean? So having an instructor there to kind of help uh, shed some light on that, there's a mm -hmm. lot of benefit too. But really, if depending on where you're located, especially if you're down in like, say, Houston or um, out on the East Coast where NDT is very heavy, mm -hmm. I would just use Google and Google NDT companies near me, go down that line and uh, just start having conversations. And yeah. now you're going to have to prove yourself that you are a, a good worker and, you know, that's somebody that they're going to want to invest money into because they're going to mm -hmm. have to get you trained up. And, you know, and uh, really with that, too, maybe just getting your 40 hour radiation safety if you want to start yeah. working with a um, an RT crew. You know, I mean, that is also a, a pretty quick way of. If you call a company and you tell them that you have your 40 hour radiation safety course behind you, more than likely <laughs> they're going yeah, to help you out, you know, <laughs> right, right. but yeah, that's really the three options that I see. And uh, like I said, pros and cons to each of them, but it all yeah. depends on where you're at um, in location as well as where you're at in life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was Shane Walton that shared that on the, one of the podcast episodes, but he was saying that basically he started as a scanner tech. He was just very interested into learning more about NDT and he was there and present and obviously, you know, working hard and helping and asking questions. And there you go. You know, he built a whole career, you know, because, uh, you know, people uh, started to, to train him and giving tips and he was listening and applying those tips. And, and yeah, it's, uh, it can really be, you know, as you said, as structured as an associate, which, you know, I did. What I did actually is uh, a little bit like the later option that you were saying, you know, the NDT company. What I did is I, I looked online uh, what was the jobs that were requested in the area that I was, and there was a lot of NDT stuff. And there was an NDT school there too. And I'm like, you know, for sure, <laughs> if they can have, they can, um, uh, th there's enough graduate and there's still a lot of jobs in that area for NDT. That means that, yeah, there's a big lack of personnel, you know, <laughs> like yep. they can get them out quick enough. And, and yeah, sure enough, that was exactly that even, uh, you know, more than 10 years ago and still the same today. Um, we're still missing people. So anyway, that, that to say that the associate degree, yeah, you're right. It takes longer, uh, but you know, maybe you go a bit more in depth, uh, and then the training center, I think that, you go it's you go also a bit more in depth but maybe not as deeply because you don't necessarily have to do um, all the prerequisite that you will need in college and then of course the NDT company well you'll learn it on the spot and that's has a ton of value as well so yeah I, I really like that approach that's true there's you know three yeah. ways to NDT basically yeah for me when I went through the training center method I did uh, six months of online training where okay. I really learned the theory and um, just kind of the, the basic understanding of what NDT is. Mm -hmm. And then I spent uh, three weeks in a classroom and that was really like hands on the scopes, taking x-rays, you know, working with uh, MT and nice. PT and actually learning how to perform these methods. 
And uh, talking about job placement, I graduated on a Friday mm-hmm. and I started working that next Monday. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it, <laughs> it was that. a turnaround yeah. for me and it was wild to me. I mean, really like to go to start school and then have a job ready for me like the day after I graduate. I mean, it was it was wild. And I mean, it, it, it I hit is. the ground yeah. running. You know, I have not stopped learning since. That's that's amazing. Uh, I remember you told me also a, a story about um, having like, well, people helping you uh, uh, along the way and having mentors. And I, I think that a lot of people can relate to that. And I think for somebody who's just starting an NDT, that's that's something I would like to say too. like find yourself some mentors. Don't be afraid to to go and and reach out to people that have the, the expertise and uh, that been doing it for a while. But so how did um, how did, you know, some of your mentors maybe uh, came in the. Uh, uh, and helped you out in your career. Yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty wild. So I was uh, traveling the Midwest uh, inspecting uh-huh. the ethanol plants, um, really just using like a 38 DL, um, doing thickness readings. But then I was also assisting with like eddy current um, on okay. heat exchangers. Well, um, I had my work truck parked outside my house, and uh, one day a lady came and knocked on my door and she's like, Hey, uh, so you do NDT. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, my, my husband does Eddy current or excuse me, does NDT. And, uh, yeah, we just have a cabin down the road and you know, he saw your truck and he said that we should talk to you. And I'm like, Oh, nice. that's pretty cool. You don't sell, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And Might then, as well. uh, we're such a small industry. Yeah. So for sure. And then, yeah. Yeah, she goes, uh, well, yeah, my husband's Tom Stokey, and he's a uh, level three. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. oh, oh, really? Okay, let's, now we can have a conversation here, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, Tom Stokey's wife, Libby, I mean, she knows a ton about the industry. Okay. And uh, she just said, hey, if uh, you should give Tom a call. So, you know, a week went by or so, and I finally got a hold of Tom, and he was actually working down in Texas. Um, he spent a lot of time down in, like, Houston at all the refineries. Okay. So uh, I got a hold of Tom, and he's like, hey, man, if uh, if you want a job, I got one for you. And I'm like... <laughs> when you're oh, not even looking for one. <laughs> well, not even looking, you know? And that was the thing is, like, even though I was, you know, I had my level one Eddie Current, you know, and really just being an okay. assistant. Um, but Eddie Current was always kind of, it always fascinated me. You yeah. know, I, back in high school and stuff, I was always kind of like the electronics nerd, you know, like I would buy yeah, like sure. soldering kits just for practice, you know, for soldering and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, when he said that he has an Eddie Current job or an Eddie Current position for me, I jumped on it. And I kept my house in Minnesota, basically loaded up my uh, my Subaru and drove down to Texas with really having no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it turned out amazing. Um, I eventually sold the Subaru and bought a uh, Ford Transit van, which okay. I did like a camper because con- I'm also a rock climber. So. Okay. The opportunity for me to live in my live in my van, I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I basically lived in my van, di- doing eddy current, and uh, yeah, just living it up down in Texas there. And that's really what uh, I mean. Tom is, I mean, he's been doing eddy current longer than I've been alive. I'm pretty sure. Wow. So, I mean, he's a master at it. So, being able to work under him, I mean, it was. 
it was a dream come true. And I mean, he really did teach me so much about not only the industry, but also, you know, uh, inspections with eddy current or RFT or any of those mm-hmm. unique methods. That's great. Yeah, finding mentors and, and, and talking with people that have been doing it for the for a while. I remember one of my teachers would call them the crusty old dudes. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. said, <laughs> he said, That's... always trust the crusty old dudes, what he's doing or and what he's saying to you. And, and, you know, what he meant really is just, yeah, the people with the expertise, you know, and the experience that's learn from that because that's uh it's not going to be written in a book it's not going to be you know a common knowledge necessarily but you're going to learn a ton from that and uh yeah that's often true not that i'm saying that tom i mean you know (laughs) that's just the same that was was kind of a running 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 joke at this right no uh, tom's good i like tom a lot uh, and so, so yeah, your career really, you know, your path is super interesting because, um, you know, you, again, started from learning about it, being curious about it, uh, going and, and investigate a bit more, uh, doing some online training as well, and then some on the field, a lot of on the field training. And then after that, you went and you went teaching it too. Yeah. So um, I guess there was one stop between uh, Texas and uh, teaching. I was up okay. in uh, Prudhoe Bay, Alaska. doing uh, corrosion mapping. And that was another thing is I got the opportunity to start doing rope access. Oh, great. You know, yeah, like I you're said, a already. exactly. <laughs> so I was awesome. like, Oh, this is, a, this is awesome. You know, yeah. like I just been, I've been stoked on this career ever since I started. I mean, just having all <laughs> these opportunities to, you know, either live in a van down in Texas or do rope access up in Alaska. I mean, it's, it's been a treat. And then um, lastly, I uh, was able to start doing some uh, teaching, you know, and being able to turn new folks on to NDT and this great career. Like, I love talking about my story and stuff and being able to inspire others about this. I mean, it's it's so rewarding. I mean, that really it um, it gives me energy to keep me wanting to progress and continue, you know, it keeps me from getting burnt out. Right. And I do feel too, that there's something about teaching that just makes you a better inspector uh, down the road. That's because you learn so much from, from teaching, you know, that that's where you learn the most because then you get all the, the weird questions that you never thought about and you still have to answer them. So oh, yeah. yeah. How, the off, how do you feel it changed your wall. game? The off the wall questions. I mean, yeah. they make you like, how, why do you even think that way? <laughs> but, you know, it's like, all right, let's, uh, let's like di- dissect this here, you know, let's figure this out. So yeah, it is, uh, it's really fun teaching and um, really being able to work with individuals that, you know, it's, it's common where they're like, yeah, I always, I'm horrible at high school. It's like, yeah, well, maybe it's just how you were being taught, you know, it's not that you were a dummy or anything like that. You know, it's just like the way you were being taught was not the way that you learn. Yeah. You cannot teach a a fish to climb a tree, you know, it's just not meant for you. Yeah. Yep. So no, that, uh, like I said, it's just so rewarding being able to help people. And the nice thing is it's truly a great career. You know, we're not trying to trick anybody, (laughs) you know, it's just like, no, this is awesome. It's all good. So 
yeah it's really the the applied application of the the science like to me like and that's something that you know if there's any listeners out there that you know are struggling with school and and the, the fact of you know talking about an associate or, or going to a training center sounds scary I just want to share that you know I felt personally like you know high school I was not good I was not interested I passed all right you know but I was I didn't have that passion for school but tell any of my classmates uh, NDT classmate that I wasn't great in high school, they wouldn't have believed it, you know, they, or, or, or in college, other classes of college that I took after that, they wouldn't have believed it because I was, you know, I loved it. And so I had straight A's everywhere, but like, I was not a straight A student before NDT. So without making it look magical or anything like that, it's just once you do find the, the right thing for you and what's of interest um the grades will come and it'll be it'll be actually really enjoyable the whole you know um schooling experience so i was just not anticipating that when i started i guess yeah it's pretty funny if you would talk to any of my old teachers and tell yeah. them that i'm a teacher now they yeah. would not believe you <laughs> no way would they believe and you. it's science stuff you're sure exactly <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel the same. I feel the same way. And uh, yeah, it's it's funny. It's just not the same once you know that you you'll be able to use uh, what what you're studying, you know, and all the physics of it and how complicated it can get. But once once you know that you're gonna apply this information, that theory. Uh, on something practical for me it, it changed everything so yeah and you yeah. know that's one thing too like watching like different youtube videos or youtube mm-hmm. documentaries i can apply so much back to ndt you know like i yeah, love to nerd true. out on physics videos and All it's right. just like ah okay i understand this because i understand ionizing radiation or you know right. whatever the case may be being able to relate stuff back to ndt i mean it ultimately does make you a better tech having that deeper understanding right right yeah i really like that so what what's your next um next move something new on the horizon for you right um yep i'm actually gonna be heading back up to alaska so i'm gonna get back up there and i'll be uh doing mitigation um basically ut corrosion mapping rt as well as um, a little bit of mt there as well there you go. Yeah, one one method doesn't fit all. So sometimes it's it's good to be able to have a vast knowledge and try multiple methods and and being uh, you know th- knowing uh, different kinds of methods. Uh, l- that's something that I hear also a lot about NDT. You know, like <laughs> in school at least, you know, you either RT person or you UT person, and it's true. You know, you always have somewhat your favorite like my favorite is advanced ut of course i have you know a bias but um but you also have to acknowledge that yeah you can't just uh, ut everything sometimes it's gonna be they'll they'll need the uh rt to do you know a complex geometry or to what have you you know it's just uh there's not one method to rule them all (laughs) and so um yeah you need to have knowledge of the other methods to support your main method I mean, really, yeah, that's... yeah. And I should mention too, though, that uh, I am in the process of filling out my application to get my ASNT level threes. So I mean, Very that's nice. gonna be that's an exciting one. You know, I've been looking over that that first basic exam and um, studying up for it. But you know, that's the nice thing about being in the teaching industry for the last uh-huh. two years. 
a lot of that theory and stuff, I mean, I know it like the back of my hand just from yeah. teaching it for so long. That's um, true. Where I'm not yeah. really worried about it, but, um, you know, people always talk about that basic exam being a tough one. So yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not taking it lightly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Might as well come prepared. Yeah, there's there's that too that I've been told when I started. Uh, you know, it, people in the industry say like you you better enjoy or at least tolerate well being tested frequently because that's gonna happen. So for people that are you know wondering if that is a, a feel for you, yeah, you know for sure that's part of it. You know, you're gonna have to test your capability from time to time uh but personally i think that's well that's definitely needed and that's an important thing but that's also nice to be able to go back to the basics from time to time you know yeah i mean that's kind of the thing so in two weeks here i'll be taking my general my specific as well as my practical right. for all three different methods that i'll be certified in so i got nine yeah. tests coming up here just for my future employer but yeah at the same time it's it's what you do. So it's not like they're going to trick you, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, this, is, this is what you do, you know, and yeah. the general is just going to be your basic theory. The specific is going to be an open book following their procedure. Gotcha. And then the practical is doing your inspection that you already mm -hmm. do. So, I mean, really, that's why in this industry we have on the job training or OJT. I mean, yeah you're going to learn everything being on the job. And once you have those hours to become a level two, well, you know how to do the inspections, you know how to follow a procedure and you have a good idea of the theory behind it. So the exams, yeah, I mean, you got to test out, but it's, they're relatively easy. I should say once you, once you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's fair. You know, it's not something that you're, clueless about and have to uh, to study uh, for the exam, something that you're already very comfortable with if you're at that level uh, at exactly. that point. So that's fair. Yep. Yeah. And um, what what's one advice that you would uh, like to give someone who's starting their NDT career or that you would have liked to have when you started? Is there an advice in particular that you would like to give now that you, uh, you have a platform to do so? Honestly, I think it comes down to uh, being a team player. Just being mm -hmm. that person that everybody gets along with, find common ground. I mean, you can be working with people from the totally opposite side of the country, but everybody has some type of common ground that you can find with them. And just be a, a good friend to your crew members, you know, be the person that people want to work with. Right. And then uh, the second is uh, troubleshooting skills. You know, because oh, yeah. there has not been one job I've been on where everything just goes perfectly. I mean, whether <laughs> your equipment's breaking down, the cleaning crews are falling behind schedule, mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, knowing how to troubleshoot and being dynamic with your workflow, that will go so far. And thirdly, just having the patience to do the inspections. Because let's be honest, I mean, we, we inspect a lot of things that are going to be fine you know we're not going to find discontinuities yeah. every single yeah. time we go exactly. out exactly but that that's time, the goal at least to not find anything <laughs> exactly but that time that you get complacent yeah. that's the time that's going to bite you so being a team player being able to troubleshoot and just taking every single inspection item as a new item and working through your process working through your procedure and getting the results that you should see. 
I like that. I like that very much. And uh, so lastly, there's something that uh, I figured I would do uh, going forward on this uh, podcast. Uh, so we... As we mentioned, we have a small industry. Uh, we, we, we tend to know a lot of people, but of course, not everybody. Uh, but would you like to nominate someone that you know that could come on the show and talk about what they're doing? Either a mentor of yours or somebody that you worked with that uh, you believe that would uh, benefit from having this platform and share their story? Yeah, I, uh, one of my other mentors is uh, John Parasol. Okay. And I mean, that guy has more code knowledge and CWI knowledge. I, he would be awesome to have on the show and uh, just really being able to talk about uh, structural inspection. Great, John Parasol. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll look him up and uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Brent, thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, your career with us. It was really great to get to chat with you. I like what you're doing at ASNT and just overall how you're passionate about NDT. So thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Excellent. Thank you, Emily. That's it for today's show. I love to talk with people like Brent that are just passionate about this field and that are committed to give back. If you too would like to share your knowledge or experience, feel free to send us an email at podcast at olympus.com. In the meantime, thank you all for what you're doing out there and for keeping the world a safer place. Bye for now.